Stick It with Mr. Biggs is made possible by listeners like you. To support the show, go to askmrbiggs.com slash support. Stick it. And we're back. Yeah. It's Stick It with Mr. Biggs. With uh, Mr. Biggs, that's me. He is Roger over there. Say hi, Roger. Hi, everybody. We're ready to stick it one more time. We talked about this. It's not just one more time. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep doing shows one after another. It's stick it one more time and stick it for not the last time because there's going to be more. Hopefully, if we get picked up, fingers crossed. Yeah, we get. Hope uh, we hope we get the big podcast contract. We get we get uh, we get picked up by one of the podcast syndicators, and oh, that would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Well, then we we could have advertising because right now we don't have any advertising at all, and it's funny because I talk about a lot of adhesive products. You'd think one of them would have stepped up by this point and said, "Hello, Mister Biggs." We would like to sponsor your uh, your adhesive and glue uh, podcast uh, show. What do you say? We will give you money for that. And then I would say, yes, that would be delightful. And But that's not happened. Maybe 3M? I wouldn't turn it down. No. As long as it's a product that I, uh, I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, something... There's one group that I will not accept advertising from, and that is... Scotch. Scotch brand adhesive tape. Yeah, I know. Can't stand them. Don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. In fact, I don't even want you to bring up their name again. I take don't it from say me. It. Take it from me, folks. Yeah, uh, I, I can't even count the number of times when we've been talking off the air and about adhesives and tapes, and he has just cursed the name scotch don't say the curse word i know that we're on podcast but one thing i established last time is even though we're not under the uh the domain of the fcc we're going to try to keep it clean and we are not going to be cursing because the last show went out with a couple of uh salty words in it and we had some complaints roger we had a few complaints well i mean the podcasters it's a different audience and they're very young they're very edgy they're very they're uh they're millenniums and they and they are sensitive to things that you say they don't want you to be they don't they're a bunch of snowflakes roger the word you're looking for snowflakes they don't don't like cursing they probably don't even care for the for the name of the show it's uh stick it which probably why not uh, what's the problem with that it it probably has not uh negative connotations that they don't care for Stick it. How do you mean? Stick it. Uh, they probably think, oh, that's negative. I'm not going to listen to that because that's a podcast about, uh, that's hosted Questions. By, that's a host by a guy who's uh, negative and he has bad feelings toward the world and he makes um, really? Off-color, really, off-color jokes and things that it, are going is to- Is this the way that you feel? Really? No, I, is no, this it? No. No, I think Why are you saying these horrible things? I think that's an iPhone listener is going to think that is uh that's a uh, that's a store that's this podcast with a guy 
who's got very mean, uh, offensive things to say. And I don't want to listen because I'm I'm having a nice time with my. Okay, well, you know, you know what? This can go two ways. I think that they will go by and they will see the podcast and they will say, he looks like he knows what he's talking about. And he's a smart fellow with lots of answers. But that other guy that he does the show with, I don't think he's very good at all. And he's Mr. Negative and in criticizing him during the show and saying mean things. That's what I think. What do you think of that? Goes both ways, Roger. Well, I, I mean. Goes both ways. If they If they choose to listen, I don't think they're going to think that. But yeah. I... Listen, I I would I'd like to think they're, that they're going to go so far as to listen, and then when they do, they'll enjoy it and they'll get over mm. the idea that it's called stick it, stick it, which is called it's called stick it. It's time for breaking news. Yeah, stick it. Breaking news. Um, Talk about some stories in the news where things have broken, and we tell you how to fix it. Um, this is, uh, Dateline Tarboro. Tarboro. A family tomb was damaged. Mm. And the cemetery's owner makes a joke at the family's expense. Oh. Mr. McIntyre took to Facebook to vent his frustrations over his response from the cemetery owner regarding damage to a granite pillar at the resting place that he will one day share with his late wife. Sad. After about four weeks of visiting the Memorial Park to meet with my late wife, I met with the owner only to have her laughingly suggest that I buy the cemetery from her Mm -hmm. if I wanted them to be responsible for what appeared to be damage to our mausoleum. And then the news story shows a picture of the the uh, it looks like a big granite box and a pillar on one corner it has got a big crack right down the side uh the the headstone no this is not a headstone this is a a granite box it is a mausoleum inside which the remains of his wife are laying above ground how does that this is edgecombe memorial park all the bodies are above ground because of the high water table in the area. Oh, I see. Like in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It's less spooky, though. It looks like they got about a quarter, maybe even a half-inch gap between the two pieces of granite. And the cemetery owner is not claiming any responsibility. They mm. say, not my fault. You bought it. You placed it here. We just own the land. Oh, dear. The owner is left to come visit his wife in a cracked mausoleum. And you got to be careful because if your mausoleum cracks, you don't know if your spirits and spooks are gonna they're gonna sneak out, Roger, because wait. it's cracked. Hold it, wait. You're saying that uh, whatever's inside the grave will escape through the crack? Is that what you're saying? Why do you think they seal people up in those boxes to begin with? Is to keep the spooks in, right? So seal up the crack to keep the spooks in, and to keep the water out. You know, so oh, you know, don't yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, that'd be bad. That'd be a, a mold situation. Keep it dry. Because if, there's, if yeah. it's dry, there's not going to be any mold. Isn't that how that yeah. works? 
Mold can't grow if there's no moisture, Roger. That's that what, that is a true that's, statement. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I'm going to say to the guy who owns the uh, mausoleum, but not the cemetery, the guy whose wife is in a box, I'm going to say to him, take it upon yourself to fix the situation. Mm. Don't look to the uh, the cemetery owner, because clearly they are not sympathetic towards your, your situation. Go visit your dead wife, but on your way there, stop at Home Depot or mm. Menards or whatever's most convenient on your route. In Car Carborough. Pick yourself up a tube of Red Devil masonry concrete acrylic sealant repair. Ooh. And judging from the picture... It looks like that is uh, like a gray granite. So I'm going to say pick up a gray tube so it's going to match. And if you've got a caulking gun from home, bring that with you. If not, pick up a fresh caulking gun while you're there getting the tube of Red Devil. At the Menards or the home box. Go to the cemetery and pay your respects to your dead wife. Explain to her what's about to happen. Say, hey, sweetie, sorry about the crack in your mausoleum. If you could, please suck your spook ghost back through the crack because I'm about to seal it up and I don't want to have you partially in and partially out. So if there's any spooks or spirits, go back in right now. You want to do this in daylight. Did yeah. I mention that, Roger? Yeah. No, you didn't say that. Do this in daylight because at night, number one, a lot of cemeteries are closed and they will not let you in. That's, yeah. And there's a good reason for that, because which is, which number is, two, wait. cemeteries are filled with dead people, and at night they are very spooky. So if you go in the daytime and you tell your wife to, to you know, go back in, how, how do you know, if it's the daytime and you can't tell, uh, how will you know? Well, if you're, she's you're taking her at her word. You're, you're, you're being straight with her. You're saying, hey, you, I'm sure you realize your mausoleum's cracked and you got a chance for a moisture intrusion, I'm going to fix it as, you know, your husband. So go ahead and get back in there. I can't, I, I can't see it, but I'm trusting that you're going back in, and then you whip out your red devil and put it into the, uh, the caulking gun. Uh, how much time should you, how long should you, should you wait until she gets back in? So I'm going to say maybe uh, give her about uh, eight, Eight to ten minutes to uh, get back into the crypt. Right. Does that sound right? You did the you did the calculations right there. Well, I'm guesstimating. Right. I, I don't know. I'm not a spiritual expert. I don't. I don't. I'm not Roger. <laughs> I'm not a Ghostbuster. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, busted makes them feel good. Do you have one of those? Um, like those one of those guns that shoots the lasers, the uh, uh, lightning bolt. It was a caulking gun. You want to bring a caulking gun and a tube of Red Devil masonry and concrete acrylic sealant repair. And if they have it, don't go for white. Use the gray. It's already mm -hmm. tinted to match the color of the granite. And uh, lay a bead down the side of the pillar. And then when you get to the cracked area, squirt as much of the masonry repair sealant into that crack as possible. Just squeeze it in there. And then once the crack is completely filled, you're not done yet, go to your trunk and grab a couple of ratchet straps. The, the, you got ratchet straps, don't you, Roger? Yeah, I, I, always, always. That's yeah. like the thing with the belt kind of material, uh, kind of a nylon thing that have like the, yeah. the buckle 
and the lever and the yeah. strap. You can ratchet it up and tighten it up. That's what she said. <laughs> somebody, somebody. Roger, she's dead. She's somebody, not saying anything. Somebody dared me to. Somebody down at the. At Canyon. Somebody down at the. Yeah. At the. Uh, That's uh, a good one. Dared me to say that. Yeah. Well, you said it. That was yep. good. His dead wife. You're making jokes. That's Funny ha-ha. So wrap the ratchet strap around the crypt there and tighten it up a couple of clicks until that crack settles back into place. And then uh, leave that setting for, uh, I'm going to say, 24 hours. Go home. Mm. Maybe douse yourself in holy water because you've been working in a cemetery all day. And clean up and then come back the following day and collect your ratchet strap. And then pat yourself on the back. For a job well done because right. you fixed it. You sealed up the crack. Your wife can rest in peace now. No more cracks. Where do you get? This has been breaking news. Where do you get the uh, the holy water? Do they have it on sale at the uh, the cemetery gifts gift store? Do you just no? Like, uh, no, I, I don't know where to get holy water. Maybe stop by a Catholic church and. Uh, I don't know. Uh, ask one of the the priests. Uh, you got any extra holy water? Or if I bring my own, can you just bless it? If I bring a gallon, if I went over to Kroger and got a gallon of distilled water and brought it to right. you, will you bless this water I so that it. I can cleanse myself from the evil, dirty spirits? He'll probably say yes, because right. those priests are freaky. They're up for anything. Breaking news, right? Oh, yeah. Breaking news is over. It's done now. Did We're you, done. Did you, did you announce that it's over? Yeah, yeah, right. I already did. I, I already that. did that part. I well, that. I'll do it again. Breaking news! This has been breaking news. Yeah, did it again. Missed that part. Are you, re- are you ready for uh, today's email? Sure. Hit me with a with a question. Email. We don't have a sounder for email, mm-hmm. Roger. We don't have that. Do you suppose that we could get one at some time, or what do you, I mean? Probably not, no. Just just read the email. Can I, I mean, if I looked around and found one, could we use it? Yeah, I don't think so. You have a, not... you have a sounder for uh, breaking news. It seems like we should have one for uh, email. I could go like, email, bigscast at gmail.com. Email. Just read the email, Roger. I'll do that every time from now on. No, no, please do not do that ever again. All right, here's the email. Bigscast at gmail.com. Dear Biggs. On my back porch, I have an old bench made out of a wooden slab with a live edge. It gets full sun most of the year. Last spring, a portion of the bark fell off the live edge, about five inches worth. I have stored the bark in a plastic freezer bag ever since, hoping to reattach before the winter freeze. Please advise, signed, 
Calvin in Chicago. Why'd you say it that way? Well, I just wanted to emphasize the fact that he's in a place that has a pretty harsh winter. Yeah. So he's got a bench with a live edge. Yeah, it's something that I was going to ask you about because I was reading this email and when I saw this term live edge, Hmm. I really didn't know what that meant. So maybe you should step in and explain that to the A live edge is a piece of wood that has been uh, sent to the sawmill and has been cut on uh, uh, three or less sides. Say like you've got a board. It's got one flat side and another flat side underneath and a flat side on the back. But one side, one remaining side, has been left uncut. So it's the natural contours and curves of the wood oftentimes still has the bark of the original tree still attached to it. Does that make sense? Uh, no. I'll simplify it. It's a piece of wood that used to be inside of a tree. And then they cut the tree down and cut the piece of wood out, but they left part of the bark on the wood. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. Yep. All right. I got it. So they, he took a chunk of this wood. That's on the edge then, right? One side, the bark. Oh, yeah. It's not in the middle. The bark isn't in the middle of the tree. It's on the edge. It's on the outer edge of the board for the bench, right? Got That's it. That's what he said. Got it. And uh, the problem with doing that is it looks cool at first, but eventually the as the wood dries out, it's very normal for the uh, the wood to to expand and contract as the temperature changes. And eventually the bark will delaminate and come separated from the wood itself and will fall off like he's had here. Hmm. You said that he keeps it in the shade, right? Let me double check. Uh, let's see, Calvin... Chicago. If you could just keep the email handy. Just keep it there instead of putting it way uh, over there. It gets full sun most of the year. Okay. Well, same difference. If uh, if it's in full sun, at night it's not in full sun, so it's going to get colder. And then during the day it's in full sun, so it's going to get hotter. And the wood expanding and contracting will cause the live edge. The bark will just slough off. Hmm. Get some yellow wood carpenter's glue and smear a little bit on there on the live edge of the board and a little bit on the back of the uh, the bark as well and stick it back in place. And then once again, if uh, this isn't really a clamping job, maybe use some tape. Use maybe, some masking tape to hold it in place. Maybe one of those jute ropes. Jew, a Jew rope? What's a Jew rope? No, no, uh, um, twine. Use a piece of twine, wrap it around and tie it tight. That's good. I like that idea. Use, use a Jew rope, like Roger said, to tie it around there. That'll work. Twine. My concern is that if it's in full sun, we're going to be back in the same place next season. Right. So I want you to get some deck sealant, something to, uh, seal the wood to make sure that moisture can't get in there and it will be less prone to uh, warpage and shrinkage from the temperature fluctuations. Spread on some sealant to seal up the wood, but wait until the glue has dried because you want to let the moisture that's in the glue out before you seal the wood to keep any moisture from getting back in. 
Now, he says he stores the bark in a plastic freezer bag. What is he talking about there? Did he put it in the freezer? Don't put, don't put it in the freezer. Hoping to it's read. temperature fluctuations that got you into this situation in the first place. It's not like he might have built that deck on his own, maybe, and he just didn't know what he... I mean, he, he didn't know what precautions to take. What what deck are you referring to? I thought we were talking about a bench. Let me look. Roger. Roger, listen. Listen to me for a second. Bench. That bench. idea. That idea about the... Uh, what was that? That juice string? That was a great idea. I loved it. In fact, I'm going to use that again in the future. Tying string around something to, to tie it in. That's, okay. a, that's a great idea. Good. Now, this other thing that you're talking about now, it sounds like crazy person talk. It sounds like you're a, a, a mentally ill homeless person babbling to yourself. It's, it's uh, bench. I didn't mean deck. I meant bench. You didn't say that. You said deck. And that confused me and all of the listeners right now. So do everyone a favor. Try not to say stuff that's quite so nutty. Try to keep it on the normal level. You know, like people. You want me... Talk like people, Roger! I'm... Should I apologize? Should I... Uh... Get that, uh... Get that bark stuck back on your bench. Stick it! Stick it. Stick it. Mr. Biggs. With Biggs. Mr. Biggs. Sent more, uh, sent your emails in with your questions, your adhesive, glue, and epoxy questions to... Biggscast at gmail.com. Biggscast at gmail.com. And that's... AskMrBiggs.com. That's the website. That's the web address. You can visit us yeah. there. You can also post your questions there. You can visit us on our uh, Twitter page. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can... Uh, send us email. Any kind of we're situation. Just, we're just circling around now. We're going to say them all over again. Situation involving uh, epoxies, glue, and tapes. If you got a project where you need to glue one thing to another thing, don't just use any old glue. Ask Mr. Biggs, and he'll tell you what glue to use. He'll tell you to stick it. Stick it. Stick It with Mr. Biggs is made possible by our friends via Patreon. Thanks going out to Matlock's Tapes, Math Anderson, Jason Laudenar, and Sarah Schaefer. Schaefer. Schaefer? If you'd like to help support the show, head on over to askmrbiggs.com slash support. Stick it. Stick it. Yeah, that was nice. I like that transition, man. That was good. I tried to stick it in. <laughs> you stuck it in. <laughs> Roger. Yeah. <laughs> Roger, that sounded dirty. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow. Stick it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good.